Okay, we are in Sefer Malachim Aleph, Perik Chafbeis, Pasuk Aleph, Vayeshu Sholosh Shonim Eimilchama. And in Mirza Hashem, this Chafbeis is the last Perik in Malachim Aleph, and Mirza Hashem, we will start Malachim Beis, but I think we should just stress again the point that these divisions between Malachim Aleph and Malachim Beis and Shmuel Aleph, Shmuel Beis, Divrei Hayomim Aleph, Divrei Hayomim Beis are totally arbitrary divisions. Um, there is no reason for them, and paradoxically, they were not created by our Chachamim or our Chazal or our Sanhedrin. As they say, paradoxically, they were created by Christian theologians who, in arranging this svarim, did it in this arbitrary fashion. And there is a perfect example in the first pasuk of Chavbeis. By was three years there was no war between Aram and B'nai Yisrael. So now that relates directly to the last parrot where the Navi Michayahu really lets Acha have it in very decisive terms that because he spared Hadad, Melech Aram, he will die, his whole family will be wiped out, the dynasty of Achav, so-called, will end. And then, of course, Achav does a form of tshuva, which, interestingly enough, all the Chachamim agree, it's sincere, true tshuva, and so the punishment is delayed. It is, he gets a pass for a certain period of time, specifically, as we're going to see, three years. And so now we begin by That's it. Three years have gone by, and now it's time to deal Billy, with Acha. I, I had a thought about this punishment being delayed to the, your son, and I was thinking that, you know, it's almost like being a child of one of the leading Nazis. There's nothing you can do to escape that blemish. So right. all you could do is lay low, right? Right. No, no child of a Nazi was running for office in Germany. They could only be, uh, you know, they only could live, live their life quietly, if at all. So maybe that's kind of what it means, right? When you, you can't be Achav's son right. and have a real role in Jewish history. Interesting, well, you could point to exceptions as long as you brought up Rommel's son was a minister, was a foreign minister or a major minister in post-war Germany. He was anti-Hitler, Rommel. Right. That's for another year. Okay. In any event, now is the time to deal with Achav. And so everything in this parrot is crafted by the Kaddish Baruch Hu to deal with Achav's true punishment. In the third year, Vayered Yehoshaphat Melech Yehuda El Melech Yisrael. Yehoshaphat, who's now the Melech of Yehuda, and interestingly, this is the first time in several prokim that we have switched our focus to Yehuda. And suffice it to say, Yehoshaphat is an excellent king. He's a Yerashamayim, he's a Shomer Mitzvos, he follows the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He is unquestionably what we would call a righteous king. 
And it's interesting to point out that at no time since the two nations were split, um, the northern kingdom and Yehuda was the relationship between both kingdoms as good as it is between Ahab and Yehoshaphat, and for a very good reason. Ahab's sister is married to Yehoshaphat, so they are brothers-in-law. In addition, Ahab's daughter is married to Yehoshaphat's son, so in addition to being brothers-in-law, they are machatanim. So they have, as we're going to see, a very close relationship. And now by Yomer Melech Yisrael al Ahav says to Yehoshaphat's servants, notice he doesn't say it to Yehoshaphat because he wants to bounce the idea off them first before he presents it to Yehoshaphat. And he says, Hayidatem ki lanu ramos gilad, melech aram. Do you know that Ramot Gilad, which is under the administration of Hadad Melech Aram, is ours? We don't take it back from Melech Aram. So the question would rise, wait a second, when they made that treaty, when Hadad would give him anything he wants, and he says, I'm giving you back your ancestral lands that my father took from your father, wouldn't this include Ramot Gilad? And so therefore he would have it in his hands. The answer is no. Ramot Gilad, the Mephoshim say, <coughs> excuse me, was taken previously to the wars between Aram and Achab. So it's there in their hands, but the truth is, Ahab never made any sort of attempt to get it back. They say that in those, when Adad sued for peace, had Ahab just say, I want Ramat Gilad, which was taken even prior to our wars, Adad would have gladly given it to him. I mean, he's, he's, he was decimated. But Ahab never raised the issue. Suddenly, Ahab is raising the issue. And now that it seems the Avade of Yehoshaphat liked the idea by Yomer and Yehoshaphat, now Ahav comes to Yehoshaphat. <laughs> Will you join me, coalition, to take back Ramot Gilad? Yomer Yehoshaphat el Melech Yisrael, Kamoni Kamocha, Kaami Kamecha, Kisusi Kisusecha, almost like Rus speaking to her mother in law, Naomi. He says, Mine is yours, my nation is at your disposal, my horses, my weaponry are all yours. And then he adds an interesting afterthought, Yehoshaphat. By Yomer Yehoshaphat el Melech Yisrael, Jarashno Kayom Estvar Hashem. Just ask today for the guidance of the Kaddish Baruch. What is the Kaddish Baruch? Let's consult the Navi. And what he does is gather Nevi'im, Karbam Meos Ish, by Yomer Alehem Halecha Ramot Gilad Lemilchama in Echdal, by Yomru Alei Vihitin Adonoi Biyad Amela. He gathers 400 Nevi'im. Where does he get 400 Nevi'im? Isabel killed all of them except for 100. They are as fake as a $3 bill, if you'll pardon the vernacular. They are Nevi'e Sheker that he still has, that have grown since, etc., which shows that he has slid back into his Avodah Zorah. Really? Really? And he asks them, 
I'm sorry. What, what happened to the Kohen Agadol, the Urim Batumim? Why are they? Why aren't? Why don't they use that? To, uh, they, they may. They, oh, one, they're in Yehuda, probably. They're in Yehuda, not accessible to B'nai Israel. But two, it could be that these people who advise him, as we're going to see real prophets to go to war, do consult the Urim Vitzumim. There's no evidence that they don't. But in any case, these 400 prophets says, by Yomer Aleim Halei, he says, shall I go to Bilmat Gilal? Will I triumph? By Yomer Aleim, go. Be eating Adonai Biyad HaMelech. You will be given Aram Gilad. Not Aram Gilad. Um, So, Ramot Gilad. So in any case, he gathers these 400 Navi and they speak in one voice. Yes, go up. It's yours for the asking. By Yomer Yehoshaphat isn't buying any of this. He's smart enough. By Yomer Yehoshaphat, Ha'in pon Navi Lashem Od Perhaps there's another Navi, a true Navi, but he doesn't say it in such strict terms as if you read the Radak, Ha'in pon Navi Lashem Od. He ain't Ela Lashem. These aren't real true prophets. He cure Yoshapat. Yoshapat recognized Kinevea Baal. Oh, Asherah, the Baal or the Asherah. Below Amar, and he doesn't want to say anything to hurt Achav's feelings. Mipne Kabod Achav, says the Radak. Is there, is there a real Nabi around? Uh, so. By Yomer Melech, he's also Ahab responds to him. El Yoshafat, there is Odi Shechad, and he's referring to Michayahu, Lidrosh Shasem Meosov, and he's Sinesi. I hate him. Kilo Yisnabe Olai Tov, Kiimra, Michayahu Ben Yimla, he will not give me a good prophecy. By Yomer Yoshafat is truly shocked. Al Yomar Hamela came. Don't say that if he's a true, he happens to be a true Navi. And what is Ahav's complaint against Michayahu? On the contrary, Michayahu gave him two stunning, miraculous, preemptive victories against Adat Melech Aram. Then, when he fails to carry the Kurdish Baruch's desire that he kill Adad, then Michayahu turns on us only after these two victories. So, yes, Michayahu has prophesied his death and the end of his dynasty, but he hasn't traditionally opposed him or hated him. So now Ahab is like backed into a corner. By Yikra Melech Yisrael El-Sorisechot, he gets a messenger. By Yomer Mahara, hurry, bring Michayahu ben Yimla here. This is to pacify Yehoshaphat. Umelech Yisrael Yehoshaphat, Melech Yehuda Yosrim, Ishaq Yisau, Malbushim Begadim, Begorin, Pesach Shar Shamron, Bechol HaNeviim, Misnabim with Nehem. So now... King of Israel, Ahab, and Yehoshaphat, Melech Yehuda, are sitting in the granary, but a granary here means more than just a threshing floor. It is where they gather to either uh, accept petitions or make legal decisions. They sat in a semicircle, had very big space, and they are sitting there in all their royal regalia, listening and counseling with each other. And these 400 Charlatans are all giving the same Nevi'as to him word for word, almost robotically. 
And now we meet a true Nobi Sheker, but a brilliant Nobi Sheker, one who has the whole thing down pat. Sitkiyo ben Kenano. And what Sitkiyo ben Kenano does is you need a prop, as if you're going to be a Nobi. He brings in Carne Barzel, the horns of an ox in steel. By Yomer Koamar Hashem, and he says Koamar Hashem, which is the exact Lashem you're supposed to use. He doesn't, he just sounds like a Nabi. But Ela Tinogach Esarum Ad Kolosom. With this, you will gore Aram until they are finished, until they are gone. What does this mean? It's very effective because it's based on the bracha that Yaakov gives. Um, Yosef, he says, Bechor Shoro Hardarlo Behem Aminogach. With the horns, these are the horns of Yosef, with them he will gore other nations. So he's got this magnificent prop, but more importantly, it relates to Yosef and his children, Menashe and Ephraim, and Achav is from Ephraim. So Achav is terrifically moved by this prophecy. And all of those 400 charlatans say, Go up there, and you will be given Ramot Gilad. Now the messenger, he takes him to the side. There, it's so far all the 400 Nebiyim speak unanimously. In other words, this man has the effrontery to say, unless he's been instructed, um, don't rock the boat. They've all said one thing, you say the same thing. He is Asher Yomar Hashem Elayo Soataber. Cholila, I take a shvur that I would not say anything that the Kaddish Baruch Hu did not tell me to say. By Yovo El Hamelach, he comes before Achav and Yehoshaphat. By Yomer He Love, by Yomer Hamelach He Love Michayahu. Hanelecha Ramot Gilad. Shall we go to Ramot Gilad LeMilchama in Nechdal? Will we win? By Yomer He Love. You should go up and you will be victorious and the Kaddish Baruch will give you remote Gilad in the hands of the king. So now, isn't he repeating the same prophecy? No. Say the Mepharshim very interestingly. He says in a total sarcastic way, one, he's repeating just what the other 400 says and Achav knows it. He's saying it with a sarcasm. And two, the Mephoshim say, this isn't a nevuah. This is a bracha. He goes, my bracha is that, yeah, you get whatever you want. It has nothing to do with a nevuah. But Yemar Elod HaMelech, he knows that this is sarcastic, this is not a nevuah, and he says, How many times have I adjured you? Just give me the emet, the real true prophecy of the Kodesh Baruch. I should point out as well, how did Yehoshaphat know? 
that these 400 Nevi'im, it's all ridiculous. And the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin uh, that Yoshefat answers because Ahab says they're, they're all Nevi'im, these 400. Yoshefat says, This is what I've gotten from my grandfather, this tradition. Signon echad You can get a Nevi'im that comes to several Nevi'im. It's not just exclusive to one Navi. The ain shnei neviim misnabim besitnon echad, but two or more than one navi do not communicate the prophecy with the exact same verbal words. That's how Yehoshaphat knows there's something wrong. Um, and now, Michayahu, pressed by Achav, is going on beyond the platitudes and beyond the. Um, Sarcasm, and is going to give him what he really saw. I have seen the army of Israel scattered in the mountains like sheep without a shepherd. This group here, the soldiers, have no leader. They will return to their house in peace. In other words, what we're saying, or what the Navi is saying, is that almost there will be no casualties among your army in taking remote Gilad. You will not survive the battle. You alone will die. By Yomer Melech Yisrael and Yehoshaphat, Nachem says, did I not tell you he hates me and he's going to only be misnabe terrible things? Okay, he continues, Michayahu. I go further. So, I've seen the Kodesh Baruch Hu on his throne, Kaviyoho, the Chotz of Ohashamayim, the whole heavenly host of angels, Omeid Olav Mimino Umismolo, they stand to his right and to his left. By Yomer Hashem, Mi Yefate Es Achav, by Yah, by Yipo, by remote Gilad, who will literally seduce Achav into going to Ramot Gilad and then falling there and dying there. So the two angels, two sides of the right and left, are arguing, well, maybe do it this way, maybe do it this way. And it shows, as we stressed yesterday, the amazing conflicting dual nature of Ahab, that the Gemara said he was exactly equal in mitzvos and in Averos. And therefore, you couldn't make that final punishment until he crossed the line with the murder of Novos. So it says, Zebuchov is Zebuchov. It's balanced. And now someone breaks the deadlock. By Haruach, a spirit comes out. By Yamod Lipnei Hashem, by Yomer, I will seduce him. By Yomer, Hashem, Elov, Bermeh. How? Now, who is the Ruach? It is almost unanimously agreed. The Mephorshim, Radak, the Gemara, this is Nabot. This is the spirit of Nabot, out for vengeance. By Yomer, here's what I will do. I am going to be a Navi Sheker and put 
a false prophecy in all those Nevi'im, those 400 Nevi'im, uh, I will just tell them falsely that yes, you're going to win. You have the Kodesh Baruch Hu's lesson. Blessing. Kodesh Baruch Hu says, yes, if you can do this, go out and do it. In other words, it's a very unusual situation. The Kodesh Baruch Hu is agreeing that this spirit, which is Nabot, deliver a false prophecy in the Kodesh Baruch Hu's name to delude Achav into thinking he's going to take Ramot Yilod. I will implant a Ruach Sheker in all those Nevi'im. Hashem Yiber Olech Arab. The Kaddish Baruch Hu has said to you, and, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu will go along with this. Vayigash ben Knana Sikio, that false prophet who said, let's go, by Yake es al-Halechi. He slaps Michio on the face, and who would believe somebody getting so angry that they would slap an opponent on the face? First time it's recorded in the Novi. By Yomer Ize of Ruach Hashem he says to him, um, he says to Michayahu that it, Kaddish Baruch Hu says Sikio, we're going to communicate a Nebuah like this. He would have told me, Ruach Hashem Daberos, or not you. Bayomer says Michayo very calmly, you will see. Bayomahu on that day when Achav is killed and defeated, you will have to go into the innermost, innermost sanctum to avoid punishment for what you've done with your false Nebuah. Bayomer Melech Yisrael, Kaches Michiyahu, Achav is back to his old ways. Take him, Bashiveyu El Amon, Saharir, bring him to Amon, the mayor of Shomron, Bel Yoash ben Hamelech, and to Yoash, my son, Omarcha, Ko Omar Hamelech, thus says the king, Simuet Zebes Hakelech, put him in jail, Bachilo Lechem Lachatz, and just give him bare minimum of bread, Umayim Lachatz, bare water, Ad Boi B'Shalom, until I return in peace. Bayome Michayo, in Shoftoshubashom, if you come back in peace, Lodi Ber Hashem Bi. Then I agree, the Kaddish Baruch Hu did not speak to me. I lied. However, by Yomer Shimu Amim we will see that the whole nation. By Yal Melech Yisrael, Yehoshaphat, Melech Yehuda, Ramot Gilad. And so they go up together and they go up to Ramot Gilad, where there will be an extraordinary and miraculous battle. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow in Yusha Shem.